Kim, that was such an interesting interview and on something you have a lot of experience with. I thought we might have a little chat about it for some bonus content. Listening to the interview, were there any things you thought our listeners should know to round out the picture? Look, I'm really disappointed I missed out on that one because it was such an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. In terms of the effect of gaming on cognition, it's really important that we tell the difference between what is normal gaming and its effects on your brain versus excessive gaming, harmful gaming, playing games to the point where it's become a disorder or an addiction. And we know that from the Macquarie University School of Psychological Sciences, my colleague Mick Moschel, he did a systematic review on the effects of excessive gaming on your brain. Mm-hmm. And he describes it that when you're addicted to video games, it's like having a mild traumatic brain injury. Hmm. Yeah, wow. Yeah. It's significantly reduced cognitions. The biggest deficits are in attention and focus and our ability to make decisions with our frontal lobes, that is problem-solving, higher-order thinking, reasoning, the ability to stop yourself from doing something and stopping and using what we call inhibitory control. And if we don't do something about it, then those symptoms are going to snowball. Mm. Okay. So what that study is showing, though, is about problem gaming and not just sort of everyday, you know, spending half an hour here or there type gaming. Is that right? Yeah, that's to the point of playing games to the disordered level. So it's really important that we sort of have in in our heads, okay, in the past, video games, people could play it quite normal. A lot of people didn't play to the point of it harming their health or their lives. But nowadays, I'm really sorry to say this, but the games now are designed most of the time to be addicting, to keep you playing longer. Yeah, indeed. That's all stuff we need to be aware of. And also the relationship between ASD or autism spectrum disorder and gaming, do you see ASD as being a risk factor for gaming? When it comes to this idea of hyperfixation, um, intense focus on particular hobbies or interests. Definitely, I've seen people who are so obsessed with their interests to the point where they start hoarding items, start having uh, huge collections that take up their house. It can happen as well with video games. People can play video games to the point where it starts off as a area of interest or hobby or intense focus to the point where it's excessive and causing hazard to your health and then Mm. harm to your health. I think it's really important to understand that people are Mm multidimensional. And in terms of diagnosis, it's very simplistic to just categorize certain disorders and not make the connection that there are disorders that cross over and there are disorders that are very much related and associated with each other. Mm. And so a good clinician especially if they're in the area of gaming disorder, will always be on the lookout for ADHD. We'll mm-hmm. be on the lookout for autism spectrum disorder. We'll be on the lookout for major depression, social phobia. Right. You know, you're going to be looking at everything and making those connections. I think in terms of someone being on the autism spectrum and having a hyperfixated interest of abnormal intensity in the area of gaming and someone diagnosing them with a video gaming disorder 
only and missing out on the autism, that would be a quite a big miss. Mm. Mm. And certainly there is a strong link between autism, the online world and gaming disorder. Yeah. So really the idea is we keep an open mind for all of these sorts of things and that we try not to miss things on either side of the equation. Yeah. People like me who are on the cold face, who are reviewing the data, seeing patients, making recommendations, making connections and developing experience and, and realizing, hey, look, there's a lot of crossover. There's a lot of comorbidity. People are not as simple as you've got A and B or C, mm. <laughs> you, yeah. know, you know, you're, yeah. you're trying to make sense of it and create a story and a narrative for a person and, and hopefully it makes sense to them. Yeah. That's a really interesting insight into what you do. And by the way, Simon wishes you all the best in getting over your recent bout of COVID. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much, Simon. <laughs>